This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for Welcome to a Monday show. Today's Monday. We didn't have a holiday this week, did we? Took me a whole week to realize that last week. But it's a different week. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm off to the races, as they say, hopefully. Uh, so let's do this right, folks. Uh, let's have a good show. Got everything running right here. I'm, I'm streaming on Facebook, uh, recording. Everything's happening, I think. Got some things, of course, to talk about. If I brought my trusty phone, yes, I did. Little notes to myself and a couple of observations over the weekend. I know we're not a sports program, but uh, and I'm not even a Giants fan, but I'm a New York fan whenever it's possible. I always try to root for local teams. That's why over the years I became a SU fan. I, I've called myself a Jet fan. I still am. I'm still a Jets fan. Uh, but uh, I'm a New York fan, and um, and I appreciate fans of any team, particularly teams of uh, uh, fans. Excuse me, that have suffered so miserably by choosing terrible teams like the Giants and Jets. So to see that ending yesterday, or that second half uh, win where the uh, the Giants actually beat uh, the Titans at home in Nashville, that was extraordinary. I won't labor on it, but it was just it gave me a great feeling. It really did. And a couple people today I ran into said, oh, yeah, the Giants were lucky. So they, they say that, of course, because of the missed field goal opportunities. But, no, you're not lucky when you keep the game that close and you come back in the second half on the road of the first game of the season, where, for the most part, the whole country was watching you, too. It was a 4 o'clock game. And the Titans are a good team. There's no doubt about it. Everyone, everyone picked the Titans to win that game, and I mean everybody. Uh, but the Giants came back and won 21-20. So good things can happen. Uh, to teams with miserable histories like the Jets and Giants. Gi- Jets lost at home. I did not see that. We don't ca- carry the games up here. Jet, ga- Jet games are hardly seen up here, which is probably good, but it would be nice to see them. I don't have this NFL package that so many other people talk about. You know, I don't want to go to a bar on a Sunday to see it. Uh, but nonetheless, a great win indeed. That's for sure. Uh, other observations. That's about it. See you later, folks. Have a good one. I did the game on Friday night. Uh, it was the, uh, check that. It was, uh, where was it? Carthage host Indian River. The two games in a row, two weeks in a row, I should say, where I was in Carthage. And Carthage looked real good against the Watertown Cyclones, but not so good against uh, Indian River. They, they played well right up and through the fourth quarter. It was a close game. I enjoyed doing them. Uh, but one good thing about uh, timed games, particularly high school games, they go by somewhat quickly. They're about two hours with the halftime and all, um, but uh, they went. And I was surprised not as many people showed up for the for week two a rivalry like Carthage versus uh, 
Indian River than what uh, uh, than who appeared in the first week, and and that was Labor Day weekend. And I was shocked that that was the difference, but nonetheless. Uh, here we are. Here I am. So what I do is I, I, I listen to things on Republican radio. And uh, now Donnie's sending me a text about something. I, I can't look at that right now, Donnie. But nonetheless, uh, you know, I, I, I can't admit this, but I'm going to say this. I listen to Republican radio that, yes, includes AM 1240. Uh, you know, the Chris Plant show, Hugh Hewitt, Brian Kilmeade, uh, Jeff show. But every now and then I kind of sneak over to the other side. The dark side. And uh, I was listening today to Glenn Beck. And Glenn Beck is typically gloom and doom, but he, he's got great observations. I remember about maybe two years ago, he was interviewing a woman. Actually, this might have been three years ago. He was interviewing a woman that va- actually vacationed in uh, Ukraine. Uh, so from time to time, and I don't get me wrong, Glenn Beck is very good. Uh, but, you know, he's always saying that you should go out and, you know, buy gold and and, and be prepared for the Armageddon. It's like there's so much you could take of that because, you know, one, I don't need to be led down that, that alley any more than I already am. I know it's doom and gloom to a large degree, but listening to him doesn't make things any more optimistic. But he, he just got back from Europe, and I'm sure his arms are tired, and he was talking about it where he, his observation was when he ran into other Americans abroad, I don't know, I think he went to Italy, uh, he went to, other, you know, one of the, the 22 countries in three days, and one, one big observation he made, and this is no surprise, is that when, when he overheard or discussed anything with Americans, and let's face it, when you go anywhere in the world, particularly Europe, this you know before Labor Day, you're going to run into a lot of folks that are from your country. And a lot of them were bad-mouthing America, where the only optimistic things he can actually hear about America came from non-Americans. You know, basically, people who are frustrated with socialism and so many other crazy things going on in their land, uh, the, the 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 grass rather is always greener on the other side of their fence or pond, for that matter. So they always, you know, have this grandiose uh, and, and I shouldn't put it in those terms, but they always have a much more favorable way. That makes it sound like it doesn't exist because it does exist. We are a great country. There's no doubt about it. And yet, people here, particularly young people when they espouse what they feel about about their own country to other nations, to other people from other countries in their own land, they, they put us down. And it's, it's, it's terrible how this is happening, where this rhetoric you know, crosses the pond and is unleashed by people who actually were born and raised here, many of which probably born into a, a good uh, scenario. You know, there are already young people going to Europe, I'm sure per- perhaps on their own money or... You know, monies that was generated were generated from maybe their their summer job, whichever. But you know, I'm not saying all of them are privileged, but I'm sure they you know they, they they came out all right when they came out of their mother's w- white womb at one time or another, and they feel compelled to tell others from other countries that this is not the country it used to be, and it sh- and you shouldn't think that way anymore. So it's a shame. I, I I listened for maybe five ten minutes before I had to go into an appointment to talk to someone, but I wrote a note to myself to just kind of remind everybody. It's it's sad, but very very true. And the other story uh, that you know, I keep going back to, I actually talked to, I, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, where is it? Dip, 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 day, dip, 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 do. Uh, and, and again, I, ju- I just don't want to you know, sit here every Monday through Friday and say, oh, look what I found. Another reason why America sucks. Uh, I, I'm not going to do that. I mean, enough people, particularly young people going to Europe, are doing that for us. So I don't want to just be the guy that just points that out like Glenn Beck did. But it was uh, somewhat discouraging. Uh, but the other, uh, the other one, now I can't find it. 
dip 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 day. Now I'm looking at all types of stuff. Uh, oh, and the other the other story I, I was going to get into a little bit later. I shared with my friend Liz down in uh, Connecticut because she's always into this. But there's a story. Is the story about uh, I could paraphrase this. Brigham Young uh, University found no evidence. Okay, so there was I, was it a volleyball game? Whatever it was, it was a, it was a game uh, between Duke and BYU. And at that time during the game at BYU, this is in Utah, at uh, Salt Lake City or, or thereabouts, that a Duke assistant athletic director in the student section after Duke's coach relayed riches, blah, blah, blah. There was an accusation of a slur being used during the game and that the slurs were louder in the fourth set of the match, yet none of the people... So in other words, this was ongoing. It wasn't one of those things, hey, you, you're a... Uh, you know, and, oh, boy, that's... Geez. They said it was an ongoing incident. Now, it's amazing because this happens to deal with Duke once again. Remember, Duke, about, what, 10, 12 years ago, the, the, uh, the lacrosse team was, was, was essentially banished uh, from NCAA uh, sports because of an accusation made by, I believe she was a stripper, that was invited to a party. It was a typical stag thing. And uh, she claimed that she was gang raped. Kind of like a Tawana Brawley uh, scenario back in the 80s in New York. Which, of course, never happened. Or for that matter, more recently... Uh, well, no, I can't use that as an example about the, the bakery in, uh, in Ohio. Uh, and that's another story altogether. But it was alleged that someone, someone watching the game kept on using racial slurs. So BYU took it, took it very, very seriously. So they investigated. And I tell you what, they did investigate. Uh, they had cameras uh, that, uh, that were there, surveillance cameras. They, they analyzed it. They brought in the police. They were looking at certain areas of where this uh, allegations of uh, racial slurs came from. Long story short, nothing. And, and people can say, well, that's whitewash. Or to some degree, I'm sure something happened. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the, the college BYU came out and said, look, there's this nothing here. We didn't see anything of the sort. And, but th- th- despite that, it didn't matter to establishment media, according to uh, the WashingtonExaminer.com, which treated this story as true from the moment the accusation was made. This includes CNN, ESPN, NPR, ABC, NBC, and, of course, the New York Times, the usual suspects, plus the Washington Post, all reported the non-existent slurs as fact without bothering to look into the accusation. Now, I won't labor or continue. Like I say, I don't like doing that uh, and, and lingering. On, but this is the type of stuff we see every day. doesn't matter if the story is true. This, the, it matters that the story is a story because to, in many people's minds it is true, and that's all that matters. It's a very sad uh, state of affairs. It tru- truly is, but it continues on and on and on. Uh, so, again, this isn't something that happened in SU. It didn't even happen in this state. Some people accuse me. and say, what does it matter? Oh, jeez, that's on another state. This is the country that we live in. And that's why I keep on bringing up that fat bastard down there in, in Pennsylvania, uh, Fetterman, who lived under his parents' uh, money up until the time he was 49, which, which was yesterday. The guy's in his 50s. Uh, and, and somehow or other, this bastard has over a 10-point lead over Dr. Oz, who many people, including conservatives, say is not a good candidate. I don't get that seems like the guy is perfect for the job. Uh, and uh, if, if someone like Fetterman obviously is, is uh, on his way to becoming a senator of the United States, uh, you know, that in itself is a crime. But that, again, that's my opinion. That's my opinion, like Tommy Lasorda said about Dave Kingman hitting three home runs against him back in the 70s. What do you want to ask my opinion? You want to know my opinion? My opinion is that we're not, you know, in order to be a senator, you really have to, you know, you have to be sharp. 
not sharp as a marble. You got to be intelligent. You got to be educated. You you got to have the, the the need to debate. By the way, as a footnote, I made a mistake today on Facebook. Just want to share it with you because I'd like to be you know uh, transparent as possible. But uh, I was talking about. Uh, the governor's race. I thought the woman running out there, what's her name, Lake, running out there in Arizona, I thought she was running for Senate. She's running for governor. So I made a stupid statement saying, like, oh, you know what? It should be mandated that any federal race should have debates. So they jumped all over me on that, needless to say, on Facebook. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. But nonetheless, I always felt, my opinion, that you have to be truly smart to be a politician. Right from city council, right up through the ranks, or... Uh, even be even beneath that, you got to be a good communicator. You have to put sentences together. You know, you have to look good. I mean, these things and they might sound vain, but they're very, very important. And yet, somehow or other, it doesn't matter anymore. That's why I bring these things up. This guy, this warlock guy down there in in Atlanta that that Hannity constantly talks about. He's not the nicest guy in the world, and yet somehow or other, he's going to slaughter Herschel Walker. And other people say Herschel Walker is not uh, a good statesman and isn't uh, qualified either. And I respect that. But it seems that these, as long as you're a party person, and I mean that you have an allegiance to the agenda, it matters more than what you are as an individual to the, to the office itself. And that's where we are right now. Once Fetterman gets in there, it looks like he will, despite the fact that Hannity's saying otherwise. I don't know what poll he's, uh, every other poll I see in the mainstream media, and maybe they're trying to mislead people like myself, but it looks like Fetterman clearly has this win. And this is, in my opinion, the litmus test to where America wants to be right now. It doesn't matter who you are or how intelligent you are. As long as you're on their side, you get the vote. 755-1240 is the number. I heard a somewhat lively lively hotline show today jeff graham is just i tell you and i've said this again again and again when he uh you know left office officially what in january 1st 2016 no longer mayor he was a not a completely different host but he he changed his way he didn't have to be politically correct anymore now and that's coming on six years already uh that 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 you know is it no actually seven years uh that uh, jeff graham has held office but today was an example of that Good-spirited stuff. Uh, the SG call was gold. That's what radio is all about. Not to mention SG called up at the end of the show to clarify something. And Jeff, of course, bantering on and on and on about the uh, the Butler Pavilion and how it's turning into someone's dorm room there behind J- JB Plaza, uh, JB Wise Plaza. It's all good stuff, and it's it's just a strong, strong reason why AM 1240 and, for that matter, community broadcasters continues to deliver on a Monday through Friday basis with local programming at the noon hour and here, not to mention everything else we have here. So if you want to chime in, it's already 21 minutes after, after the hour. There's something else I wanted to uh, share with you. No, it's just not there. I thought I had it, but I, for some reason or other, I must have sent it to another source. Things I want to share with my audience when I get down here. Uh, when I get to, on the air, and it's just uh, for some reason or other, I can't find it. So I'm going to need your help. Uh, 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 other things that happened over the Yankees won two out of three, and I know this isn't a sports show, and we don't want to talk about sports, but it is good to know that the Yankees are now, I believe, five and a half games over the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, and look out for Toronto because they're right behind the Rays. Anything is possible, but at least it l- looks like at this point they're going to maintain the, the lead right to the end of this month so that they can be the division leader, so they can get the bye in the first round of the playoffs and uh, and play whoever the winner is of, of the uh, 
of the of the wild card, uh, whoever wins the wild card. Uh, that's not for another three, four weeks from now. But trust me, up until maybe even just a couple of days ago when the Yankees lost on Friday, it didn't look good. It didn't look good at all. Uh, so there you have it. If you're a Yankee fan, things are looking a lot better. That said, I can't see this team getting to the World Series through Houston. That's for sure. Not the way they've been playing for the last seven weeks. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240. I got I to I gotta oil this thing. This thing is getting worse and worse. It's one of the, so, so many things that I want to do, and I get here every day, roughly around the same time, at around 5.04, and I can never, I just need WD-40 or something. Listen to that. Sounds like a cheap hotel room. You're worth every cent. Sorry, it's just crazy. That's what it sounds like. It just sounds like a cheesy hotel room the way I this, this believe me I've been in cheesy hotel rooms I'm looking at news junkie and I'm just uh, checking things out here you know it's it's our window to the world but uh, you know we could talk about Kathy Hochul and everything else but I'm really not interested in doing that uh, so uh, oh and also of course who could forget that on Friday or Saturday night I believe it was Saturday night there was a shooting on uh, State Street uh, not a random shooting. The two dudes knew each other. I don't know if it was over a girl or someone kicked someone else's dog. But the guy was from uh, the town of Watertown and had a, a, a grievance with, with the dude he shot, but he shot him in the leg. Uh, and then it, it's, it's surpri- I heard the story today. Not only was he taken to the hospital, he was taken by transport, by helicopter to Syracuse for, for a wound to the leg. And you know that dude's not paying a dime for that. I mean, we've heard about the co- not, not that I want it. You know, no one deserves to be shot. And I, and I don't care what the scenario is, but why in the world sh- being shot in the leg would require a, a a helicopter to take you to Syracuse? Am I reading that wrong? I mean, yeah, loss of blood, you could die, you know, uh, uh, with a wound to your pinky. But uh, I think we have the means right here in Sir- in Watertown, excuse me, to take care of someone with a with a with a gunshot wound to the Rather, a, whatever, a, a, a shot to the leg. I, I didn't quite understand that. So if someone wants to clarify if I'm right or wrong on that, but he was transported to Syracuse, where apparently he's fine. But the 49-year-old guy that shot him, uh, and there's a picture of him on Facebook being... I often wonder, is it Donnie that takes these pictures that we see on News Junkie? Because the guy was, was arraigned the next... Maybe it's, I don't know, it could be Channel 7. could be a screenshot from their story. Uh, but the guy's dressed in the uh, you know the uh, the standard orange outfit that they give you as a prisoner, and it looks like he's looking straight at the person with the camera being sent, uh, brought into uh, city hall. Forty-nine-year-old man accused of shooting. And also, I want to thank uh, News Junkie for once again uh, providing our direct link to this show. And I just noticed this uh, the uh, the ad banner for this upcoming uh, game of the week, which will be West Hill versus uh, South Jefferson. Once again, I'll do that game on AM twelve forty this Friday night at seven o'clock and on Facebook Live. We're looking forward to that. Uh, so anyway, no one's chiming in. This gives me an opportunity to get my act together here and get those articles I wanted to share with you. Let's do a commercial break. You're listening to AM 1240's Live at 5 show with You Know Who, and we'll be back after this. Roof looking older than you are? Finding more tiles in your lawn than grass to make? Call 782-9129 for Herringes Contracting, the people who call you back. All right, we've got somebody on the line here. Let's see who it is. Let's jump right to it, right? Hi, you're in the air. How's it going today? What's happening? It's, uh, it's, the, it's Lefty. Called the hotline show today. Yeah, hey. Uh, speaking of a little sport. Yeah. 
was this the was this the opening football week of field goal problems or what? Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of the quarterback problems too. Seems like they're they're at a. Well, yeah, but did you watch the Pittsburgh game? The yeah, Pittsburgh I did. Steelers, or you didn't watch? Them? I did. No, yeah, I did. Okay. There was a lot. Yeah, the guy hit the post. You can hear that from water. You can well, hear that from the block. There was. It was tied, and they're going to make it. And then it was a block, and Pittsburgh blocked it. And I just thought it was pretty, pretty interesting week going that way. Not to mention the Giants would have won that game earlier, but they missed an extra point early in the in the third quarter uh, when it was four thirteen nothing, and and they did too. So the, yeah, the, you know, look uh, this this latest thing about the the uh, the kicker, the uh, the punter for the Buffalo Bills, albeit a very serious story, and you're innocent until proven otherwise. Uh, but uh, you, uh, that guy is supposedly a very, very good punter. Punters are are very hard to find, and kickers are very hard to find too these days. Yeah, I don't know why they just don't, res- you know, give pop a lot of money to some some schmuck from the uh, the soccer well, league because they're not Kansas, making anything. Kansas, uh, Kansas City's uh, kicker, he's got a, a, like a a recovering broken leg. Yeah, yeah. And he just he just did he just did a one step and then kicked. He's like, no, nah, I can do it. He's like, I just one step and kick and did like, you know, 48 yards. Yeah. So there's just some incredible talent out there. Yeah, well, of course. But there's also, now, then you got Joe Flacco. He's 37. And not 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 everyone could be Tom Brady, but you know it seems like there's there's a uh, there's a short supply of, of quarterbacks too these days. So it's not just kickers. Well, yeah, well, not just like there's Josh Allen and there's Mahone and yeah, those are young guys. But, yeah, you're gonna have some. Yeah, well, young oh, yeah, and, and Kyler Murray being the youngest, but you know he might be showing he's a little small for the game. There's some blocks going on that you just wouldn't see a normal quarterback get blocked on, but boy, the kid's got talent. Just crazy talent. Yeah, and and the one kicker did get hurt, or the yeah, and then as a result of that, uh, yeah, the the place kicker couldn't hold, couldn't get the snap. Oh, was it, I forget what, no, no, one, no, uh, the, the center, the, the guy who normally snaps it, he had to be replaced, and that screwed them up. But the, the big game, of course, was the Giants win. I don't know if you're a Giants fan. I'm not a big Giants fan. I'm just I'm a football fan, and I like to see bad teams actually return, particularly New York teams. And I thought that was a very good sign. This is Say what you want about the Buffalo Bills. Yes, they should go to the postseason in a big, big way and go to the Super Bowl, no doubt. But I, this is the Giants area. And you know that, Lefty. There's a lot of Giants yeah, yeah, fans I'm, here. This yeah, is good like, news. A lot of for my that. best friends are Giants fans, and they have been. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of hard to watch them the last few years, like being a Jets fan. Oh, my God. It's, but it's everybody awful. watches all those. You, you seem real knowledgeable on it. How are you doing in our football pool? Terrible. Out of 50 people, I came in 48. Thank you. And that didn't even try. No, you came in, like James Vernon. No, no, you came in 50. You know, you came in 50. Did I really? You're the last. You're the bottom. I'm yeah, at the you bottom? Came in last. Yeah, you were, you came in the very last out of everyone. That's great. That's good to but know. But it was a it was a very it was a very uh, so I'm not that knowledgeable. Not, not average week. And, and you know what? Got a lot of, got a, I've had success in the first and last weeks of, of, of at least three, four seasons over the years where I'd actually win. I won rather. And you, now you're telling me that I can't. Out of fifty, I'm zero point zero. Fat, drunk, and stupid. Yeah, There's no yeah. way to go through a football, son. You got it. Now, here's a little sports thing here. We're taking a little, little over-under on the, the whole community broadcasting crowd. We should get this over-under on this. All right. Now, do you think the, the over-under, I would say, 10 days would easily be an over. But what do you think of 30 days? Uh, 30 days what? What are you talking about? I don't understand. What, oh, I'm missing oh, something. Oh, he said he's, he's packing up his pond. Oh, oh, sorry. You think sorry. Over, the over-under? Do you, what do you think? The, oh, definitely over. over under oh, is, clearly over. No. Over, over, over 30? Yes. Over 30? No doubt. No doubt. That's a long time to have a pod and not move. Yeah. That's over. So you're going 
going with the over. On 10, it would be easy, but on, on 30, you're going over? Yes, I'm going over. What, what about on 60? Over, under? What do you think? 60 still over? Um, He says he has a pod in front of his house now? Yes. You sure? I'm sure that's what he said. Oh, okay. Um, I thought he said he was going to get a pod, but that's me. Well, I think he said on, on Jeff's show that he had a pod out there, so... 60 days, that's got to be the outside. I mean, that's that, that could be a winner, could be under. But I, I, I'm still going to take the over or the not at all. There's got to be one of those in there. I'm, I'm going to say not at all. I'm going to say not at all. I, that's, that, I should, go with the not at all. I, I should get more money for that. Move the pod, but not move. Uh, I, one, I say the pod is probably not there yet. And even if it is, that doesn't mean he's going to move. No, because, uh, no, SG's got roots here. He's got friends here. I know he wants to leave here. But I just don't see that happening. That's all. Look, Eddie LaRue. Remember Eddie LaRue who used to call in the show? Years ago, he said he was going to move to the Catskills back in, back in the early 2000s. That still hasn't happened. He's, he's, he's in Woodhaven. He, he got more entrenched, of course, with his community. So there's no way he's going to leave now. But I can't see SG ever leaving this area, ever. Not happening. So I'm going to say over so forever. You're on the never. You're, not, you're, not the, you're the over and the never. Exactly. You're the over and the never. So. Right. We're going to do 60 days then, not 30. I think 30 is the fair amount, and you could say never in there as well. You're right. I don't know if I get anything for that because never means that it will go on forever. But, uh, all right, wait, wait. Someone just texted me something. Let's see if this is Jermaine. Uh, It's only a – now, this is true. Uh, Someone, I won't say who, said it's only a Giants area because we only had one channel to watch football back in the 60s through the 80s. It was CBS. Well, that's true. There's no doubt about it. And that's how an area becomes a, 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 you know, a fan or has allegiance to any franchise. And clearly stated here in this text uh, by someone we won't say who, uh, this, was a, uh, this was the reason. Because Channel 7 had C- uh, CBS, and CBS covered the Giants forever. So well, that's why it's an I area. I tell you, about five years ago, everything changed, though. Why? Because the... And I stopped because of the need. So I stopped watching uh, NFL for a season and a half. Yeah. And I uh, basically at that point went to college and I started watching OU again. Kyler Murray was just tearing it up, so I followed him back in the NFL playing for the Cardinals, and that's the way that goes. But I'm not going to watch football. I'm not going to enjoy myself, sit around and have a relaxing day and have any political statement going on towards it. One way or the other. Wow, that's not, you don't see, they don't see the the kneeling anymore. Remember, Joe Biden's president now, so you're not going to see that anymore. Once someone gets back in there with the big R in front of it, that's when you'll see it again. Uh, By the way, did you see any coverage of the uh, uh, 9-11? I was very happy that uh, the nation still honors and hasn't forgotten 9-11. Have you forgotten? Sorry. Uh, which surprises me because with everything else going on, our political divide and the fact that the left owns the media, that they would remind people that there was such a thing as uh, Islamic terrorists that crashed into buildings on 9-11 in 2001. That surprises me. But then again, I watched a lot of Fox, so maybe I'm not seeing all of it. But I noticed the other networks were carrying. I think the convenience factor is so true. Uh, despite the fact that there's coverage about the, the Queen and her passing, uh, the fact that uh, 9-11, uh, uh, this year at least, wound up on a Sunday, that gave the networks a lot of uh, you know liberty to at least cover the two days they don't normally cover with 9-11. So, nonetheless. Uh, oh, by the way, my brother saw the uh, the U.S. Open yesterday, and the guy at the very end when they were rewarding the, 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 the top guy, whoever it was, I don't even know who won. It's on ESPN. I don't watch it anymore. But nonetheless, uh, he said he, there was a moment where he was going to pay attention. This was 9-11, by by the way, yesterday, uh, he said he was going to pay the allegiance to something, and everyone thought it was going to be 9-11, but no, uh, he, he started talking about you.
Ukraine. So eventually, I think uh, you know, 9/11 will be forgotten. Uh, in fact, one of the Congress people, oh, Japal, whatever her name is, up in Washington, the state of Washington, uh, she actually included the 19 people, the terrorists, in those who died in 9/11. That's from a sitting Congressperson, uh, Lefty. If that doesn't disturb people, just from that alone, I don't know what will. But the world has changed. The left has taken over, and there's essentially nothing we can do about it. But my prediction is this: by the year 2030. 9-11 will be a, f- a forgotten entity. And the only time it will be mentioned was when people will compare it to January 6th. So that's my, uh, that's my opinion, just like Tommy Lasora. There you go. Bye-bye, don't you know. You still well, there? Just, just, just some uh, complete craziness there. It's, 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 it's but I'm correct. It's upset in our lives. Right. You know, crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy, J- bigger, bigger than just about anything. Japan looks like a of fish. Course, He's got that big, COVID. wide mouth like Carly Simon. You have, you have no one who's in high school or basically in college right now that was alive for it. Very few that are, you know, maybe there are people are getting their extended education, but... Yeah, and, and again... are in high school, COVID, like, say, they say right now, COVID has affected the person who was in sixth grade, who missed all of middle school. They're yeah. going from 12 years old into high school right, right. because of COVID. Yeah. Their life's never going to be the same. Hey, no. Even if 9-11 happened during that, it wouldn't affect them as right. much as this is affecting the whole world yeah. so i can see the point kind of behind it yeah. but for me and you this is our this is our d-day you know this is it, it was no doubt but, but like glenn beck know, was talking about things. glenn beck was talking about when he went to uh, abroad to europe for whatever how many days he, he, he noticed that a lot of these people that were bad-mouthing their own country, these are Americans abroad, were young people. Like, you know, you know that's the thing to do. You graduate from, uh, you know, uh, Princeton, and you go off to Europe for 22 days, you know, on your mom's dollar, and then you bad-mouth your country in your process. Remember, these kids were, what, two, three? If they were born at all during 9-11, they were very, very young. They knew nothing about America. Uh, and yet 20 years or la- later or so, to them at least, this is the worst country to live in. And yet everyone they would, they would tell that to would disagree with them because they don't live here. They realize it, it's completely different. It's amazing how, how the dynamics have changed, extrovert. Uh, you know, so many people uh, after 9-11 put their flags up on, on the 12th of, of September that year. And yet if 9-11 happened again today, I doubt we'd see that. I, I, there would be a, a justification well, or rationale have, behind at, it. At this point, you might have... And you might as well call me Mr. DeLine because you've all, you've gone through extrovert and lefty. Well, I know, I know. You you and Duff never like to be told. You and Duff never like to be revealed for who you really, truly are in terms of your actual. Well, no, name. no, I don't. I don't mind whatsoever. But you're using two, three names. You're going to confuse people. There's some stuff. No, that's good. That's actually good. You, you know want how that? that goes. Yes, I do. I do. But I got to well, go. Hey, Glenn, on another, on yeah. another, on another note. Bye, bye. Now, don't you know? Don't you know? That's extrovert, otherwise known as extra uh, lefty and or Mike. And not to be confused with DeLine's Auto, because that's another, that's another DeLine. You know how many Smiths we have in there? I mean, Smith is, is, you know, that's to be expected. A lot of Smiths. But we have DeLines. Who else do we have? A lot of Zares. You ever notice that? Widrick's big name. Despite the fact I'm talking about people from Lewis County, but it's a big name. We know about it, right? Who else do we have? Uh... Saluri, that's a big name. Saburo, otherwise known as Saburo. No, not many Saburo. There's only one Saburo. Only one Saburo family, and that's it. I still can't spell their name. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 is, uh, is the number. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. 
And then, you know, it's also true. I got another uh, text from someone I just mentioned. CBS also covered Buffalo. But, yeah, I, I, they did. But Buffalo was kind of, you know, despite the fact that Buffalo has been a much more successful. Well, I shouldn't say that. The Giants won the Super Bowl not that long ago with Coughlin. But uh, for the most part, they've been an abysmal, abysmal team. And, yes, this is clearly, has been at least, the Giants area. Whether or not that's changed, it, it could be. Because, you know, look, I'm almost 60 years old this year. And uh, I, I'm, un, I'm recognizing now that uh, I'm not going to be here forever, first of all. And secondly, things have changed. The world has changed since 9-11. At least two, three times. Obama became president. Things changed under him. Uh, and then, of course, Donald Trump came down the escalator. And that, boy, a lot of things changed there. And who could forget COVID, which we're essentially still in. Uh, so, and again, I'm making comparisons here. Maybe I'm not. But nonetheless, things do change. There's something I look at on Facebook, and it, it pops up on my timeline a lot. And maybe I'm too obsessive with Facebook. But, you know, you go from Facebook, your own timeline, and then you go to a video. And, and then you're on a different video. You're kind of like on a different timeline where all of a sudden you're just seeing related videos. So if you, if you see a political video uh, or, you know, uh, Michael Knowles or Charlie Kirk or whoever, then you're going to see a lot of them. And then in between that, you'll see other things that are based on your behavior. So Facebook looks at my algorithms, algorithms and it's like, oh, this guy's a conservative. So let's give him things from on the other side to piss him off. And let's also do street fights where people are fighting over, over a fender bender or bad service at a, uh, at a, at a fast food joint. Let's give him that. And I, I tell you, I, just, I, I don't know where my, I was going with this, but it's, it's so hypnotic. It really, truly is. You know, they said once the Internet came on board, when we had 56K and people were going on there, they couldn't get out of chat rooms. They couldn't get out of talking with, with complete strangers and exchanging photographs with themselves and so forth. They just couldn't get out of there. Four o'clock in the morning, the sun's still coming up, and you're still in a chat room back in 2001. You know, so that was just, hip, you know, that was habitual. You get into that. But it's, it's like crack, I'm telling you. And you get on that, that and it goes one and one to the other, and it's amazing. And again, it's because it's first week in football, just in the last 24 hours, so many videos have been uploaded just from this past weekend of fans from the Falcons beating up the Saints or, you know, uh, the, 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 the Cleveland fans are getting their ass kicked somewhere down in Charlotte. I was like, my God, these things just happened yesterday. There was a time where you would have one street fight on Facebook that would be circulating for like months at a time. Who could forget the famous viral video of, this, of the uh, German Shepherd? You know, being told that, uh, you know, oh, he's talking, remember? This is, I believe, up in Canada. So, oh, you know what? Oh, I got something else real special for you. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, you're going to like this. It's covered with, covered with what? Oh. Remember that video? Remember a much simpler time? What was it, like 10 years ago? Well, now, the Facebook, or for that matter, social media, you, you don't need to see a circulating video that goes on and on and on with a guy, you know, drinking his beer through a, through, through a, through a hot dog. That lasts for about five hours. Something replaces that almost instantaneously. So this, this whole crack you know, kind of society we live in, and I mean that because it becomes like, I want more, I want more. I want, I want another Karen that doesn't like service at a, at a jack-in-the-box. I want someone else that has a fender bender and is getting their butt kicked for no reason. I don't know why. I'm not a violent person. I hate confrontation, to tell you the truth. But when I see it, it's like, oh, look at the country we're in right now. Who knows? Maybe these people that badmouth our country in Italy are right. Maybe this is a bad place to live. Hi, you're on the air. Brian, how you doing? I'm not supposed to say your name. 
No. Hey, I always like that dog one, though, to be honest with you. I always thought, you know, I still click on it if I see it pop up. What is it? Um, what? <laughs> the dog one, you know, where he eats the food. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it does look like he's talking. The guy does. The guy's good. Actually. The guy is really good. Yeah, put something yeah. together, real special. You're gonna love it. Ooh, ooh. It was kind of like the guy from uh, IKEA. It's as good as him, you know. Yeah, well, who's the guy from IKEA? The 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 guy that uh, talks about the meatballs. Guy that talks about you know uh, retail business and yeah, yeah. What he has to put up with. Oh, that's one. I did. I share that video with you. Did I send that to you? I, th- I think I did. Oh, I seen a lot. I saw, it seen it before. Oh, that. yeah. What Duff is talking yeah, about? Yeah, went around. This, this, this is another viral video from uh, two years ago, maybe. Not even that. And this guy obviously has retail experience. He might be a stand-up comedian, and he just talks about scenarios that he's confronted as a sales associate at an IKEA. And one of the comments is about their meatballs that they serve at a furniture joint. I can never figure that out. But boy, you're right. That's very yeah. funny. Very, very funny. Yeah, I guess they can wear meatballs when you go in there. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I want to talk to you. Uh, I'm never going to shop here again. Go right ahead. Boom. And then he plays yeah. that music. Go right ahead. Tell your friends don't come here either. Do you think I care? So did, you get, did you get the message from me? Did you know about that? What's that? About Al Martino? Uh, no. What, what, what? Did you send it to me today? I sent it to you Sunday, yesterday. Oh, uh, yesterday. Strangers in the night. Um, oh, oh, okay. He, uh, he, yeah, he was on there. I listened to uh, wow. a 60s program on a network you don't like. But anyway. Um, wow, what what program don't I like? I don't get that. What what program don't I like? 60s on sex. Serious radio? I thought you didn't like serious radio. I, well, I do. Come on, stop. All right, this is what well, you, this you, know, is what you said. Radio. You sent but anyway, me. Anyway, let me explain this. Uh, so they do a countdown, right? Yeah. So, uh, uh, Dave Hopple, I sent you the stuff, is doing the countdown, and then he gets to, this was for 64, and he gets to an Al Martino song, and he, he says, you know, Mar- Al Martino had to hide out over in Great Britain because he had a contract, his contract was bought by the mafia, and uh, he was hiding out because they were trying to extort 75 grand from him. Right. You know, so he's telling the story. So then I Google it, and then I send it to you to show you some of the, you know, the story on it. But yeah, he had... The, the mob was after him, and what's funny is then he plays a a, a, a character Johnny Fontaine. Yeah, yeah, a, a, which is supposed to be uh, Frank Sinatra, by the way. I know, but I think it was him. Yeah, well, it's funny. It you're right, based on what you're saying. Al Martino had that. This is what you wrote me yesterday. You just said it, but just to let everyone know who doesn't know who Al Martino is, he was an Italian singer that also played in The Godfather in the white outfit at uh, Connie's wedding, uh, and he wanted to be in the movie. Uh, um, and they wouldn't let him. Uh, oh, it's too late. It's too late. You can act like a man. But the other thing about Al Martino is that he has local roots here. He's not related to anyone like everyone else. But he, but he played. But he played at the. He played several times at the uh, Bravo Fest, and he was personal right. friends of uh, Ray Canale. By the way, I saw a picture recently of Ray Canale with uh, Don Rickles in 1977. Uh, and I tell you what, uh, you know. Ray Canale was a charismatic person, and he looked really good. He he looked like yeah. he looked like. Of course, he was a big guy. He was Italian. Like his his brother was a football player, like Rocco, and uh, it, it was a great great uh, picture of him with uh, with Don Rickles. Uh, what a time to be alive, nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, so that's good. I'm glad. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. I'm glad you brought that to my attention. I was I, I was kind of in and out of it yesterday, resting up, so I didn't answer that. But I'm glad you did. I figured I didn't want to bother you, but I knew if I didn't, I'd forget about it. Yeah. Um, so I, I have to do things on the fly. I figure if you want to look at it, you look at it then I'm or no, whatever. I'm no band leader. Yeah, I heard that story. <laughs> so you enjoyed the game the other night. I heard it was closer to the score set. Yeah, uh, th- right through the first two, three minutes of the uh, fourth quarter, it was still a two-point game. So Carthage, you know, just like, you know, again, uh, g- games are much cl- football games are a lot closer than you think. You don't base it on the score. Typically, if a game, a a, bit, a big score difference happens in the last five six minutes of the fourth quarter, that's exactly what happened on Friday. But uh, it was good. I was just disappointed. Not many people showed up, uh, Duffman. That's a big rivalry. Uh, two big yeah, schools, know, two good programs, uh, and Indian River looks like they're gonna, you know, go obviously to the sectionals and to the maybe to the states. Who knows? But uh, I was disappointed because yeah, yeah. it was great weather, too. There was no excuse there. And this Friday, right. uh, we're going down, uh, I'm going down, rather, to uh, do the South Jeff West Hill game this Friday night down there. So that's going to oh. be quicker for me to jump on 81, head over there. And then the following week, we go to, right up here, I believe, to Watertown and then General Brown and then uh, whatever. Then before you know it, the, the regular season's already. It's only eight weeks, eight, eight games in the regular yeah. season. I'm, going, down I'm going to Buffalo Monday to do the Monday night game. Are you really? Who are they playing? My, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They're playing uh, the Titans, I believe. The Titans. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. weird. You play Thursday well, in one week and then Monday in the following week. That's almost a two-week difference. That shouldn't be allowed. They should They should look into that. That's almost two weeks. Man, you get you can yeah, go you can go sour, uh, you know, uh, not playing enough like that. Doesn't make sense. And if you're going to do that, they'll you might as well do it at the end of the fine. season. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Look, one thing, I, and, I, and there's a big, big uh, uh, Buffalo Bills fan here. One of the biggest Buffalo fans I've ever seen, by the way. But one thing I worry about, just like Michael Vick and RGB, whatever the hell his name was, the third, the quarterback that no one even taught, pays attention to there for the uh, Redskins like, eight years ago. A mobile quarterback, I don't care how big you are, and, and, and Josh Allen is the new Ben Roethlisberger of the NFL. There's no doubt about it. He's a, he's a, he's a tree. He's huge. He gets bigger every year. But, my God, I worry about him getting hurt. That's all I can say. And, by the way, yeah. Dak uh, Prescott, finally, if you're a Buffalo's, Buffalo Bills uh, check that, a Dallas Cowboys fan, you now have a better chance at the playoffs because Dak Prescott got hurt last night. I don't want any harm in anybody. I want everyone here to know. I don't want to see anyone break their leg or you know get something that's stuck in their eye, whatever, and lose the rest of the season, whatever. But listen, Dak Prescott is not the quarterback that the media wants him to be. I'll say it again. Dak Prescott is not the quarterback that the media wants him to be. He's not that good. Yeah, he throws into traffic that. all the time. He, he Even when he gets a complete pass, the guy gets murdered seconds later. You have to anticipate, if you're going to make a complete pass, is the guy going to be standing one second later? And he does it all the time. That's why he doesn't get uh, beyond the first round of the playoffs. Sorry, go ahead. No, I said, do you know who also told me that, too? It was the Rosetta brothers. The, was that? Who, who are the Rosetta brothers? The Rosetta. I don't know was it the Rosetta brothers that were getting after what's his name you were just imitating? Oh, Rosado brothers, not Rosetta. It's Rosado. Rosado, yeah. Rosado brothers. I know, yeah. It depends on what part of the state. Come on, just come on, Frankie. Yeah, that's the see, yeah. no, that's an insult. Michael Corleone says hello. Anyway, Cheech, you do now. See, you do him really well, so that's good. That, the, I that never Of course I do. Of course I do. What are you questioning? <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. What's the matter with you? All right, I got to do a break, but good talking to you, uh, Duff Man. All right, pal. That's the Duff Man, otherwise known as someone else, but we can't say.
Uh, let's do a break and we'll be back. Are you looking to get into a new Honda? The seasons are changing around here in upstate New York, and so are. Here's a story. I, I, I read this uh, earlier. A teacher turned OnlyFans model praised by other teachers after becoming a millionaire. So she obviously went to school to become a school teacher, dropped that, became a, an OnlyFans model. And by the way, anyone, including your dog, can be an OnlyFans model. I hate to say that, but it's true. And uh, all shapes and sizes. Remember, guys are guys. It doesn't matter. You know, it's amazing. They, they, they sh- they, I, I'm on so many different Facebook pages that uh, kind of like mimic, or uh, I, should say, I shouldn't say mimic, but just kind of mock things. One of them was like, this is what happens to women when you ignore them for 15 minutes. And it's obviously done by a w- woman and or women who just show the, the nonsense as part of society. And, you know, and, and a lot of times they'll have someone who's about, I don't know, 400 pounds or something wearing a bikini with uh, uh, tattoos all over. And she's feeling sexy. And I, just, I, I, and I say this, and I won't say what I write. I say still gets L-A-I-D. And I usually get a lot of like laughs and laugh out loud. And that's not flattering at all. Because, you know, women can be empowered, particularly women of color who feel like, you know, if you have the big bootay and if you have the big stomach and the big boobs, it's still sexy because hip hop just makes it sexy. Where in reality, it's just, you know, you're going to have hypertension by the time you're 33 or you're going to be diabetic earlier than that. But somehow or other, it's still sexy. But really, my, my whole thing is like, it doesn't matter how big you are. Guys will still find you attractive because they're guys. Richard, my wife hates it when I say this, but Richard Lewis, the the, the comedian, uh, used to do a show years ago with Jamie Lee Curtis. It was probably part of his shtick, part of his stand-up routine. He makes so much sense when he said this, and I'll say it again. He, he says, women can have sex with anyone they want. Men can have sex with anyone that will let them. And that's not all, guys. I mean, if you look like Brad Pitt, you're going to be a little bit more discerning and whatnot. Or, you know, DiCaprio won't date anyone older than 25 years old. But, you know, that's, that's a percentage of 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 a percentage point in America. The rest of them doesn't really matter, especially after midnight. So, there you go. Nothing good happens after midnight. Hi, you're on the air. <laughs> Got to get that race in there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, big bootay in, in hip hop is synonymous. Big, it's synonymous. Come on, that's not racial. Look at any album cover since the '90s with uh, Run DMC or or uh, or uh, Two Live Crew. I mean, come on, uh, SG. Yeah, but, but, that's but, not but racist. But it's women in power and they're, you know, just I don't, I don't. It's it's that. unhealthy. That's my point. It's nothing it's to do with race. Type. It's, it's unhealthy. Type, By the way, that girl, that girl. That girl, Liz, what's her name, Lizzo? The girl that won all yeah. the accolades at the uh, the VMAs. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, come on, SG, you 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 are of. Uh, I'm always seeing you with pretty women over the years. You always seem yeah. to charm up to the prettiest girl in the room. Do you think Lizzo is a, is is a good example of a, of a of an attractive woman? She's like almost 400 pounds for crying out loud. You ever heard the saying, a lid for every pot? You know, for every body type, there's somebody... Oh, like stop. That. It's unhealthy. Yeah. And they promote it as such, where so many other women fall for that and say, oh, I don't have to worry about my weight. Guys find me attractive in a bikini. No, they don't. You think anyway. they do. Well, actually, they do anyway. because guys are pigs. Anyway, Sorry, that was my point. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. Now, look, look, now, look. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just let me just back off here. What, uh, what, um... Uh, 
what's his name? What Lefty, otherwise known as Extrovert, was saying is that he claims that you already have a pod in front of your house. I didn't know that. But even if you do, I I still can't see you leaving here at all. Well, I mean, I can't stay. It's the weather. I I have pain from the weather, like great pain. And New York State doesn't want to get painkillers anymore, so they're chasing a lot of people out of New York State, I'll tell you. Well, you moved to the pavilion. No, just kidding. So wait a minute. I I, I went to a a three-week inpatient pain clinic like 15 years ago, and they told me I needed to move to Arizona. Arizona. I didn't want to move there. So wait a minute. Is there is there a pod in front of your house right now? Yeah, I don't have a driveway, but I have a pod. Okay, so is is, is I say sixty days or more. You're not going anywhere, my friend. Well, I mean, the plan is to North Carolina, North Carolina for Thanksgiving. I know, I know, but that's not happening. You are not moving yeah, to no, North Carolina I'm, in the I'm, next I'm, sixty I'm days. Closing on the house, like I, I'm filling the pod early. I got twenty five seconds. Storage. Just going to the storage, and then I put the house on the market. So, you know, I may have to stay a little longer for if a closing or something. But but otherwise, I'm out of here. Really? Uh, I'll come back. I'll visit. <laughs> Is it 30 days or 60 days? I want to know if I'm going to win that bet because I'm I'm the worst on the well, totem pole. My it's four, than, I'm over for 50. For, 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 uh, All right, I gotta go. Um, all right, we'll talk tomorrow. You got to call up earlier. I got to get out of here. All right, that's well, SG. Uh, not SG. Yeah, it was SG. AM 1240 WHN Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS. Presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Peter King in Orlando. A young president spoke about putting Americans on the moon 60 years ago today. In Boston, 